Ahoy, mates! Steady it is! The captain bellowed as the ship listed in the angry sea, almost capsizing. But the unpredictable wind switched directions, righting the vessel. You, Norfleet, batten down the hatches. Lively now. Aye, aye, captain, the youngest member of the pirate crew shouted. It was difficult to be heard over the sound of the raging storm and the creaking planks of the wooden ship. The Avenger tossed violently in the waves off the coast of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Frigid seawater crashed onto the deck. This was a nor'easter, the sort of storm that sinks ships. Jack Norfleet skidded across the boards, paying no mind to the danger. He had been a pirate for five years now, and he knew exactly what had to be done. He tied the ropes securely and threw himself down the stairs, touching not a single step on his way to the hold. There, deep inside the tilting ship, was the treasure. Gold and silver coins, jewelry and scimitars from the Barbary Coast. He scanned it quickly. Then he stuffed his pockets with as much as he could, mostly coins and gemstones. Had he participated in the plunder of this treasure? Maybe. But what choice would he have had after his parents had died on the way from England, seeking a new life in America? Jack Norfleet had been rescued by the pirates on this ship and had graduated from cabin boy to crew member. He was proud of this accomplishment, but it was all about to come to an end. He heard the exploding whack of the mast snapping. The ship rocked uncontrollably, and then it tipped further. He took one last look at the pile of gleaming treasure sliding to the far wall, which had become the floor, as the Avenger began to sink. Jack Norfleet grasped a timber post and shimmied along it until he came to the opening to the stairwell. Cold rain and seawater poured in. Somehow, he made it to the deck and grabbed hold of a rope. He pulled himself hand over hand until he reached the deck rail, the one that was still out of the water. Men threw themselves into the sea, others washed overboard, swallowed by the foam. Through the torrential rain, he saw land in the distance. Jack Norfleet was a great swimmer, even weighed down by gold coins. He dove in and swam with all his might. By the time he reached the shore, only the tip of the aft end of the ship was still visible. He watched it slip into the ocean, never to be seen again, along with all the souls still on board. As far as we know, Jack Norfleet was the only survivor he had enough gold and silver in his pockets to start a life in this new land, the land his parents had been dreaming of. And would anyone care that the money was stolen, plundered? Who was left to recount the story? Jack Tucker put his paper down. Dead men tell no tales. Then Jack opened a small drawstring pouch and pulled out a coin. This was his. It's called a piece of eight. Ooze murmured throughout the classroom. The coin sparkled in Jack's hand as he held it up for the class to see. 
From her seat, halfway back in the room, Ruthie Stewart wondered for a brief instant, was that flash just a little too bright? So that's the story of my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Jack Norfleet. Anyway, that's what we think happened. I'm named after him. Norfleet is my middle name, and there's been a Jack in every generation, Jack explained from the front of the room. The class burst into a round of applause. Jack took a bow as his coin was passed around. By the time it landed on Ruthie's desk, she saw that it must have been the light from the window that had caused the glint. It appeared to be a normal antique, like something she might see in Mrs. McVitie's shop. The sixth grade at Oakton was studying genealogy for the last history unit of the year. Their teacher, Ms. Biddle, had asked everyone to find out what they could about their family trees. Once again, Ruthie was impressed by her best friend, who could take a run-of-the-mill school assignment and turn it into an epic adventure story.